We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/recommend today. This is Dirt and Sprague. Ours is a new love, but it burns very brightly. It gets hot and sweaty and stanky. There's some stank on that love. With Andy Dirt Johnson. You think you're going to find somebody that's going to be like psyched to go to Applebee's with you every Friday night and hear the same football stories about how you rocked in high school? I did rock in high school football. You want to check tape? And Brandon Sprague. You know about the uh, cup sizes and all? Yeah, different cups. Yeah, I, I know about the cup. You got the A, the, the C, the D. That's the biggest. I know the D is the biggest. I based my whole life on knowing that the D is the biggest. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. Thanks for being with us on a Monday morning. 99.5 HT2, the Odyssey app. Hopefully on the air on every platform right now. Whether you're listening live or listening to this on Monday night or Monday afternoon or whenever on the podcast. We love you all, and we want you to know if you're a fan of the show, we love seeing your text at the text line uh, every day, man. They, they make me laugh. Sometimes they piss me off. Sometimes they anger me, but I enjoy the interaction nonetheless because you guys are the reason uh, we get to do this job. And if, you, if you're just jumping in your car, we're going to let you know a ton today, tomorrow, the rest of the week. So just get used to it. There's going to be promos. Uh, we are changing text line numbers. The old number, as of tomorrow, will go the way of the dodo. And the new number, our boss has very eloquently taped up pieces of paper on every wall on the little 10 by 10 jail cell we're doing a show in from right now. And uh, the new text line number starting tomorrow is going to be 503-864-6326. Hit our line, baby. Hit our line. We tweeted it out, too. So if that was too quick for her, if you don't remember, it's on our Twitter page. at Sprague, we retweeted it at 1080thefan. And I'm sure you're going to hear every live show uh, tell you that about 10,000 times today, tomorrow, and the rest of the week. So we're changing te- uh, text line numbers. That starts tomorrow. Uh, A lot to get to in the final hour. I want to start here. We might have seen the greatest defensive performance in college football history. Before we dive into that, though, do you know what Ohio State did uh, on Saturday for only the second time all year? Uh, I don't know what they did for the second time, but I watched a pretty huge chunk, if not most, of this game. It's a good game, entertaining game. JT to him allow. Yeah. I mean, he was, yeah. Can he win the Heisman? Is it too late? (laughs) I don't don't know. Unbelievable performance by that kid. They trail at halftime, I believe, for the first time all Uh, season. That might might have been the case. 16 points with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and they finished with 44. The biggest issue that college football has right now is not having teams play a standardized schedule, right? Everybody gets to pick and choose what they want to do. That might have been, that probably was the first time they were trailing at any point in the game outside of what? Maybe Notre Dame. I don't think anybody else has even scored first on them. Do you know? So this, we are in the final weekend of October. It is, it is November tomorrow. Tomorrow. It is November. 
That was the second time all year Ohio State's gone on the road. Second time. They have played. They are now on the season 8-0. Six of their eight games are at home. Their first five games of the season were at home. And I was watching that game on Saturday thinking, like, does anybody question whether Ohio State's a top four team in the country? Like, no, of course not. I, I, I actually do. Oh, you do? Okay. I don't I know just, who I would put I, in over I, them. I'm tired of living in this, like, what your history is versus what are you right now. Okay, that's fair. And, and I think what the committee does wrong, because they'll do it tomorrow, and we'll see this when Clemson's ranked above a couple teams that we probably go, they're not better than them. They don't ignore the history. And and that's what sucks about rankings. It ultimately, it just blows because all of these teams get benefit of doubt because, you know, Ohio State beat Bama in the first year of the playoff. Yeah, in 2014. Thank you. But I don't look at Ohio State and say definitively that's a top four team. They might be. But you just pointed out something that proves my point. What? Who have they beaten and where are they playing these games? I mean, they, this was, and I, it, it was such a, I, I mean, I love watching that game. One, because it was entertaining. And two, because I like watching, Ohio State's a good team. Now, they where are they ranked? They're a very yes. good team. We know yes. the talent. We know the recruiting. CJ right. Stroud, all that. Yep. It's the first time they've been tested all year. Uh-huh. And it's the end of October. Yeah. How do you go seven weeks? Like, the Big Ten sucks, first off. Um, so don't even get me started on that outside of, the top two teams in that conference. The rest of the Big Ten is absolute trash. But this is the first time they've gone on the road to a hostile environment and had to do this all season. Their only other road game on the year was at Michigan State. Michigan State is a dumpster fire this year. We brought this up earlier in the season with Alabama. Alabama finally did what for the first time in a decade? They went on the road to play a true non-conference game. And what damn near happened in the game? They almost lost. You know why? Because when you go on the road in college football and you play in a tough environment, it ain't easy to win. And Ohio State, for the first time this year, gets tested on the road against a team with somewhat comparable talent, and they're trailing 14-13 at the half. What a shocker. After they scored 50 points on everybody and blew everybody out on their schedule outside of Notre Dame in week one, this is the first time they go on the road and they get tested. It yeah. just It is ridiculous to me in a sport. Like, we're going to get into the rankings tomorrow and the resumes, and who have you beaten, who have you not beaten. Like, that's going to be an endless debate. Where does Oregon need to be to be in the playoff conversation for real? <laughs> sure, like, that'll be know? a thing, right? The fact that we could have a team that is a lot of people, for a lot of people around the country, they unqu- unquestioned top four team. Hell, there's a lot of folks that are saying Ohio State's the best team in the country, that this is your first true road test against a comparable opponent, and mm-hmm. it doesn't come until week eight of your season. That's a joke for college football. Well, but this happens every year. I know it does. I Mich- just love bringing it up when it happens. Michigan got out of a non-conference game against UCLA. Yeah, Should have been this the year. Same. And then they just did it again. You, di- I think you brought this up during a commercial break, and we didn't get to it last week. But Michigan announced their schedule for next year. I'll pull it up. Their non-conference schedule next it's, year. It's, it's UCLA's. It's like South Alabama. Well, it, and UCLA played that schedule because Michigan backed out. But that's my point <laughs> is, like, UCLA got stuck with a bad non-con, and we kind of sat here and go, should we buy into the Bruins yet? We needed to see conference play, right? We did this to UCLA. UCLA played absolutely yes. nobody, and we said, well. The whole time. They haven't beat anybody. They haven't beat anybody. And then they started playing teams. And you know, they took care of a couple opponents. They beat Washington at home. Beat Utah. And then they beat Utah. And you went, okay, UCLA, we know what they are. Now, they didn't show and play their best game against Oregon, but they had two pretty convincing wins for us out West where we said UCLA might be the second best team in this conference. You just, we don't play this game. And I know it sounds very Pac-12 of me to say this, and it is to a certain extent, but I've seen this game played my whole life. No other conference has to endure what the Pac-12 does in that sense. The Pac-12 shoots itself in the foot and plays nine conference games. The Pac-12 shoots itself in the foot and says, yeah, we'll play a neutral site game in your city. In Atlanta. In Atlanta for (laughs) Georgia, Oregon. Like, 
we'll agree to those terms. Yep. No other conference or teams that are high-end in their conferences play that game except us. And what does it do? It largely hurts. Nimick tweeted something this week and was very controversial. Got a lot of blowback on it. And I disagree with it. He said the Pac-12 sucks, basically. He basically said outright the Pac-12 sucks. I would push back on that a little bit. You know, I, I think the Pac-12 is having a very good year for itself. One of the best years we can recall. I mean, how many teams are in the top 15? Uh, you have four teams in the top 15. You have Oregon, UCLA, USC. Four teams USC. in the top 12, I think. I think Utah's number 12. Utah's 12. Okay, so you have four in the top 12. I don't remember the last. Maybe that happened three years ago, and I'm just an idiot, and I am an idiot. But it just doesn't happen often where the conference finds itself there. But I've said this before. I'll say it again. The top three in the SEC are fairly obvious, right? It's yeah. Georgia, Tennessee, Bama. The Big Ten, it's Ohio State, it's Michigan. Outside of that, nothing. I, I don't think Penn State's better than USC. I don't think Penn State's better no. than UCLA. I don't think Penn State's better than Oregon. No. Okay? So they have two in theirs. The ACC, even with Clemson, I don't think is good. On a neutral side, I would contemplate taking any of those four Pac-12 teams to be Clemson. I would, too. And I, I have a lot of respect for Clemson's defense. But yeah. I don't know if they win, lot. but those are toss-up kind of games. And then the Big 12. Like, Big 12 is fun. TCU is their best team. And TCU is a good football team. I yes, don't they mean are. to disparage them, but the Big 12 to me is just as much of a coin flip. So my point is to basically say the Pac-12 might have the second best conference, top heavy and overall in the country. And we should celebrate that. I, I don't think it sucks. I think it's pretty good. It's just the unfortunate thing is the three best teams in the country might all reside yes. in the SEC. And you've got people outright nationally saying, can they get three in the playoff? It's like, oh, God, I hope... There's I a scenario. There's a scenario. No, there's not a scenario. There is a scenario. By any measure standard that the playoff committee has set in their <laughs> almost 10 years of existence, there's no scenario. There's a scenario. Where three from one conference make it. None. There's a scenario. There's no example. Yeah. Don't give me the scenario. It doesn't exist in my Georgia brain. beats Tennessee this Stop. weekend. Stop. Tennessee Stop. wins out. They're a one-loss team. Stop. Bama Alabama beats, wins yeah, out. They're yeah. a one-loss team. They beat Tennessee. Georgia wins yeah. out. Tell the SEC title game they lose to Alabama. Okay. You'd have Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee all with one loss. Thank you for painting the scenario that's absolutely <laughs> idiotic my, my my point is dirt ohio state might be very good they ended up covering a number that they shouldn't have covered but to your point they don't they're never tested until super late in the season and oh look they got up for a big game cool right. they played largely nobody most of the year i mean this was a this was a, a, a toss-up game they were losing at halftime against penn state and, and the argument isn't that ohio state's bad that ohio state's not a top four team in the country the argument is i want more of this I want interesting, competitive, compelling games. That was fun to watch. That's the first time all year. Well, actually, not all year. Week one, remember that Notre Dame game was, was, it was a tight game. Uh, that is the first time since Labor Day weekend that Ohio State has played an entertaining football game. Do you know who is set to take on Michigan-Ohio State in the Big Ten title game? Uh, it is a cluster of epic proportions in the it, other division. It's Illinois. Yeah. Illinois is in the driver's seat to win their division. Illinois. What's the spread going to be in that game? Michigan or Ohio State <laughs> minus 17 and a half like yeah, you mentioned Michigan so I pulled up the they the Big Ten released their schedules uh, last week I believe for next season and yeah. here is Michigan's non-conference schedule they play East Carolina at home UNLV at home wow fighting Royals are coming to town are they bowl eligible uh, I don't know yeah. and then they play Bowling Green at home yes Bowling that's, Green that's their non-conference schedule because they canceled they canceled UCLA. UCLA game you know what I was thinking about the other day too and uh, Rob Mullins, tip of the cap to you on hiring Dan Lanning. We ever going to get that Ohio State game rescheduled? Remember that? When they were supposed to come to Austin? Yeah, what? what wasn't that we put went on to the Columbus? Back Remember that? That was put on the back burner because of COVID, right? Oh, was one. What are we doing here? There's are we getting no, that game back? There's been no announcement of that. It was going to be one of the biggest non-conference games in Oregon history. 
missed out on, which, you know, hey, it happened. It's COVID that you year should, sucked. You should email a contact for Rob Mullins and say 1080 The Fan, a respected publication in the city of Portland. <laughs> I don't know about that. Would like a word on if there's any indication that Ohio State's actually coming back to Eugene or are Has we just going to – anything on that? Like, I, I hate can't. to use this term, but, like, is Oregon and every other top team in this conference going to keep playing little brother to the home-and-home home thing? <laughs> right. Yeah. you got to go on the road you got to go to game. them, but then their yeah. version of coming here oh, gets canceled. Yeah, well, that and the play. basketball team still trying to get the return game Michigan. from yes. Michigan. They can't get Michigan to come back. Like, Michigan is just a bunch of a-holes in football and basketball. <laughs> I don't hope this is a joke, but somebody takes it in. I thought they said 2035 for the Ohio State game that might no, be right. states, we don't have any openings i don't know if that's serious or if it's a joke let me look it up. i'll look it up but either way it's well, either funny they, or depressing <laughs> i wonder if they had any deals set up with usc or ucla because those will go by the wayside so that'll create an opening i don't think that they did but i don't know that off the top of my head michigan did and they backed out of it great non-conference schedule michigan beat michigan state on saturday night <laughs> Yeah, and then there was an ugly incident in the tunnel. Yeah, afterward. that was gnarly. There was a Michigan player in there all by himself getting his well, ass he, whooped. He, he cut the line. Like it's not a it's not a defense for beating somebody up, but he did like just push guys out of the way. Michigan was supposed to wait for Michigan State to go through the tunnel. He went in early. Yeah. Michigan State way overreacted, beat the hell out of him, and now they've gotten suspended. Oh, the players got suspended out of that. I mean, I would the hope four, so. I think yeah. four. Well, Michigan there's still State there's a police investigation still ongoing. Oh, oh okay. Uh, it says twenty thirty two or twenty. 2032. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> you play that game in 2032? Are you kidding me? It says Oregon's marquee gaming. It's two schools have agreed resolution. You'd like to see the students that like came, you know, they were sold part of that or they whatever. They have agreed to another home and home in 32 and 33. So we have to go back to Ohio State? No, they come to Eugene first in that one. But then they still get a two-for-one out of this yeah. deal. It, it, this is according to the registered guard Why report. Why the hell are we going back? I don't know. God. Recruiting, right. baby. Yeah. If you win again, can you imagine? I, I mean, is anybody like, going to remember the last one, though? By then, it'll be – that was 13 still, years ago. <laughs> to be fair to you, you guys still play Kenny Wheaton's going to score before every football game. You guys will remember that game forever. <laughs> Okay, can we be fair here? Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, we will. That's a big win. Like Kenny but Wheaton, I don't know if you can't, like, brag about winning back-to-back years when they're or back-to-back games when they're 11 years apart. Kenny Wheaton might have the highest-selling jersey <laughs> in Oregon history because it's the only one with a name on the back that Nike would sell for the longest time. Oh, man. I, I, just, I was watching that Ohio State game, and I thought, this is cool, seeing a good college football team that's challenged on the road in a tough environment. Can we, you know, maybe do this more often? It'd be a lot of fun to watch, so... Uh, hopefully college football fixes that. I don't have any I actual. I got to text Nimick. Why does he hate our conference so much? I don't know, Nimick. What the hell's Come the matter on, with you, Nimick? man? Um, okay, let's get to the television contract that was handed out. How does it make you feel as a Pac-12 fan? Because the Big 12 has inked their deal. How much are they making? All the details. We'll let you know next on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Well, we're trying to hit all your, your uh, squares on the bingo card today. That's a lot of NFL. Talk some Halloween. We've got lottery stuff coming up. It's game three of the World Series tonight. We haven't even talked about the World Series. They're two games into the series. No, we talked about it to open the show because game one was awesome. But that's what happens when you play Friday, Saturday. There's no game yesterday. And now you got game three coming up tonight. I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit more tomorrow, too, in the aftermath of uh, oh. uh, game three. The Astros cheated. They cheated. Yeah, they cheated again. Nobody's talking <laughs> about like, it. Are we going to just... They cheated twice. They have multiple cheating instances. We're just going to ignore the fact that they got caught cheating in the World Series? Like, that's just not a, a big Tom deal. Tom Fernucci slipping that into game two was like, wait. What? I did the James Franco, like, double take, like Eminem saying he's gay in the movie. Like, wait, what? <laughs> huh? Excuse me? Uh, before we do that, let's get to this. In the back, you know, background, all this college football stuff, I enjoyed somebody texted in. <laughs> Can we, where did this go? Uh, I'm already sick of the college football talk. Enough college football. Buddy, I got news for you, man. That's what we do on Mondays. Um, sick of the college football talk? Yeah, I just welcome to the show. Maybe you're a first-time listener. You don't Diehard realize NFL that. fan, maybe. <laughs> I guess. You want to, I do want to bring up Shaden Sharp in a moment. Uh, the Big 12 has reached a new TV deal, though. And uh, this has been going on in the background. We're still waiting to see what the Pac-12 is going to do. They have signed a six-year media rights deal with ESPN and Fox. It's going to run through 2031. It's going to equal about $2.3 billion, which is 380 give or take, million a year. And when you just look at that television contract, it's going to pay, I think, the Big 12 schools about $31 million was the estimates. On an average basis. On an average basis. And then you add in the uh, college football playoff revenue, which will be there, and when it expands especially. And then you add the NCAA tournament revenue. And I think Brett McMurphy had it where after those two are added in, every Big 12 school is going to be making about $50 million a year. Yeah, they get 31 plus about $20 million from the other two. Three-tier rights. Uh, this was a good deal. They were first. And <clears throat> I think there's a lot of measured ways you could look at this because I already saw the counteracting point to this from the Pac-12 angle. Oh, what are we saying? I, I don't the... follow any of this stuff, so I'm curious. Well, I don't, I don't really either. I'm, it's kind of tiresome at this point. Like, you're not beating the SEC and the Big Ten in no. this race of TV dollars. I'm also not going to brag if they beat the Big 12. Like, congratulations for third place or second well, or whatever but it would be. I, I'm not as – maybe I'll be wrong on this, and so, like, hold it. But even if I'm wrong, I'm not going to be wrong by a lot. This idea that the Pac-12 should feel great about their positioning, can I ask why? Like, what, what's, what's the reason? Now, you could say, well, now they have the market set. Okay, here's my counterpoint. If I'm Amazon, and Amazon seems to be the front runner for these negotiating tactics, correct? You, yeah. would, you would agree that Amazon seems like they're diving into the sports streaming world they have with the NFL. That's what everybody's saying. It's the key to the Pac-12's deal is getting you, Amazon. You tell me, tell me the answer why Amazon has to beat this number. 
Well, I don't think it's just Amazon alone. I think it would be. You're, you're not just going to have all your games yeah, on Amazon. I would hope not. But Fox and ESPN have just given a big chunk to the Big 12. They don't need to dive in that hard well, to give some dollars to the Pac 12. So why does Amazon negotiate from a point of weakness, not strength here? Well, to me, it's not about it's not just about Amazon. It's about the collection of Amazon and ESPN and what you can get. You're not going to go to Fox. Fox is going all in with the Big 10. They have a chunk of the Big 12. Like, yeah. you're done. Fox is in the Pac 12 are not going to be a thing. ESPN has 37 channels, and they need to air content all day. And what, so you're yeah. going to have a deal with ESPN in some way, shape, or form. Sure. What tier is that? How much do you get? I don't know. Your 730 games. There you go. Well, sure. I think you're going to have some primetime games outside of that as well. Uh, and then you're going to tie in Amazon. I mean, I'm not confident that the Pac-12 is going to get more. I do think, and I don't mean this to sound uh, arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> I, the difference between the Pac-12 and the Big 12 is that Oregon is a bigger national draw than anything the Big 12 has. Left. Not bigger than Oklahoma or Texas, but left, yeah, it's not even close. So as long as Oregon is sticking around, when you look at the television numbers over the last decade, uh, Oregon laps everybody yeah, else in that conference. But the ESPN amount, I wouldn't imagine, is going to be that substantial. Your biggest one is probably coming from Amazon. I don't know that. I honestly don't know that. So ESPN's going to almost single-handedly get you to beat the Big 12. I, just, I, 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 I see the counteracting point, and maybe they'll beat it by a million or two. Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe they'll squash it and the Pac-12 will get some monster deal. No, that's not going to happen. I, I just don't. <laughs> I guess I don't see the scenario or reason why these next negotiations for this conference, why they we know definitively they're going to beat them because some sources feel good about it. I, I don't know if I'm convinced of that. And then, like, also, was it better to not be first? Like, I saw that point made, too. Of like, you know, it's you could make a point it's better to have not gotten the deal first. Is it? Or did the Big 12 strike first in a position where you wanted to strike first? I Yeah, I don't know the answer to any of these questions. I have no clue. I've never negotiated well, a television deal. Th- and I these don't... are the things, like, I don't know, man. It, all this reporting is becoming just incredibly regionally biased. Mm-hmm. We know where the West Coast reports are coming from. That's all sourcing from inside the conference. And we know where other national reporters are getting theirs because it's coming more from the Midwest. So it's like, it's fairly obvious the sourcing is incredibly biased. It's more of like what makes sense, and I don't I don't know why it makes all the sense in the world that we know the big the Pac-12 is going to be dominating or beating the Big 12 in, in year by year revenue. Ultimately, it doesn't matter. You're getting squashed by the Big 10 and the SEC anyway. Yeah, that's the point that I come back on. I find this Big 12 versus Pac-12 battle kind of funny. Like we've seen it with co- the commissioners, right? You had it with the Big 12 commissioner saying where well, you want to go shopping. Klyavkov had it at Pac-12 Media Day. They should have partnered. They should have partnered. They should have become the, the first super conference and beat the SEC and the Big 10 in their own game and said, let's just do it divisional, regionally, crossover with Oklahoma State versus Oregon, Oregon State against TCU, whatever you want to do, they should have done that. I just, I think you could have got a little more per school. Probably if you had that big of a sample size and that big of a swath of the country. And if, even if the Pac-12 ends up beating the Big 12, it's not like a beat your chest thing. Like if you end up getting 34 million per school before the NCAA tournament and playoff money. Sure. Like that's okay. I mean, that's great. You're still, that's like... (laughs) 40% 40% lower than the Big Ten. Or some, I mean, I, don't, I can't remember what the Big Ten numbers were, were off the top of my head, but I know they're making a lot more than you. So no matter what you end up getting, the gap is going to be huge. Uh, I, I don't know how any of the contracts work. I don't know if it's better to be first. It's just everybody is is reporting what they're being spoon-fed by sources, whether Absolutely. it be at television uh, you know, yes. executives or uh, conference executives. Yep. And when the number comes down, you hope the Pac-12 ends up somewhere in this range. And I think the biggest challenge for them is going to be when you agree to this deal and probably the biggest hang-up, are you going to get Grant or Wright's deal signed? Because the one thing we've seen about all the conference realignment stuff, and it's been good to not talk about it for a while and kind of outside out of mind, 
nobody's breaking the grant of rights deal early. Nobody is. Like, conferences are not willing to spend that money. And so for all the talk about, like, teams in the ACC, it's going to cost, like, $400 million to get Clemson out, and nobody's willing to pay that. The Big 12 just announced their, their scheduling platform. Oklahoma and Texas are not leaving early like a lot of people thought they were. They're in the Big 12, I think, for another two years. They've already had to release their schedule. And so they're going to have kind of a jumbo conference going for a bit there uh, before those two teams leave. And so for if you sign that Grant Rice deal, you're in. You're not going anywhere. And I think that's the biggest hang-up for the Pac-12 still that exists because there's all these random reports of Big Ten not done, blah, blah, blah. Are you going to get Oregon, Stanford, Cal, Washington to sign a five- or six-year grant of rights deal? I think the important thing here, if you just to keep it local and relatively not care what the year-by-year basis is because, like, this has just become a semi-professional sport now, um, I think the important thing is that maybe this leaves you assured from the Oregon and Washington perspectives that you're not leaving the conference unless the Big Ten comes and, like, offers you something and they be, their streaming rights deal from Amazon. And it's like, oh, we can actually afford more schools and the year-by-year average doesn't go down. Unless that comes out of left field, I think you feel good today knowing my school's not leaving the conference for maybe five or six years. That it's something yeah. that's pushed way if down you the sign road. That for sure, yeah. And expansion with San Diego State, UNLV, it does literally nothing for me. I'm tired of these Pac-12 fans acting like it means anything. It doesn't. But maybe it gives you time and wiggle room to go get and poke, poach some other teams away and yeah. maybe get your conference in a position of strength. I just I saw this deal, and you see the slants on all the reporting, West Coast, Midwest. It's, it's fairly obvious where sourcing's coming from, and I'm sitting here going, well, am I sure that Pac-12 is going to make more money on a year basis? We'll see as it seems like Amazon and ESPN are your two partners. Yeah, I'll say this last thing on it. Uh, if you end up going to Amazon and it feels like it's going to be that route, again, I don't know how much money it's going to be. I've actually really enjoyed the quality of the broadcast of Thursday Night Football, and I'm excited about it. Have you? Like, nobody watches Pac-12 football anyways, and so, I, like, there's been a lot of jokes about, <laughs> well, if you're on Amazon, nobody's going to, like, if a tree falls in the wood, you can't hear it, did it actually fall? <laughs> Dude, uh, give me good quality. Like, give me commentators who know what they're talking about. Give me 4K cameras. Well, like as a fan, I'm going to love it. I love the quality of Thursday Night Football. And we're certain Amazon – see, that we said this about ESPN, ESPN last year. I think year. Amazon's trying to prove that we're a, we can get into this territory and we take it seriously, and they're not going to half-ass it. Okay, because people are assuming you're getting the Thursday night treatment here, and I'm just like – Oh, but no, it, it's not going to be Al Michaels calling no, but <laughs> Oregon, Colorado. I just – I'm not assuming anything anymore. I think the quality of the broadcast will be good. Stanford and Oregon last year was in low yeah, definition. Yeah, it was in low definition. Like, like, what are we doing? That's what I'm saying. If you go to Amazon, you're the only college football partner of Amazon. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe they take – I don't know. I, that, that's, that was my takeaway. But anyways, let's move on. There you go. The, uh, the Big 12 has inked their deal with ESPN and Fox, and they're feeling good. We'll see what the Pac-12 ends up getting. Uh, let's go to a story from Friday night. This is a, a new trend for me on Mondays. Like Friday happy feel-good leftovers. And let's overreact like crazy. We got a poll question up on it. I'll tell you what that is. We'll talk about it next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, the only thing I don't like about Friday nights is that sometimes it feels weird talking about Friday night storylines on Monday. But this one's lingering, man. Uh, First off, game one of the World Series was great. Friday was a nice little sports night. Uh, That game was awesome. Game three tonight. We'll close up there with some Halloween and with some uh, lottery talk. But the other thing that happened Friday night was that the Blazers were in action without Damian Lillard. And we found out who's going to start in place of Damian Lillard? Shaden Sharp, baby. Shaden Sharp. There was no other logical choice. No, there really wasn't. If GP2 was healthy, he'd probably go there. But, you know, he's, he's not. Oh, you don't think so? Well, I mean, maybe they do. But, like, to me, it's pretty clear. I think GP2 is absolutely the bench unit guy. I I. I think that's why he was signed. That's why he was brought here. It's, hey, I got defense. I can play make. I can cut. I can rebound. You know what I mean? Like, put me next to a ball handler, and I can figure it out. Shaden got established in game one. Like, they, they from the get-go, they said, we're playing him. We, we, Joe, Joe told us on the radio show. He told me on a podcast. We got to develop our guys. Mm-hmm. And the only way you develop them is by playing them. And Chauncey kept this mom let everybody guessing going into the regular season, is Shaden going to play more than five a game? Probably not. Boom. Instantly. There you go. Here's the minutes. It was always logical for me on Friday to start him if Dame is out. Well, he, he, yeah, so he fills into the starting lineup, and that game against the Rockets, they, I mean, they won comfortably. It was nice to see. Dame didn't play. The Rockets aren't very good. They took care of business. Uh, Dame, by the way, is going to miss the game on Wednesday against Memphis. That'll be a tougher challenge. But because he won Friday, there's probably not really a need to rush him back. I mean, you're 6-1 and one or whatever it is, 5-1 and one to start the year. You're feeling good. But Shaden Sharp ended up being the, the the story of Friday night. He had multiple dunks that were just incredible. And he really has been, to me, the story early on in the season. Uh, what, six games into the year, he's averaging almost 10 points a game, three boards, mm-hmm. shooting 43% from three, shooting 50% from the field. <laughs> as a 19-year-old kid who hasn't played basketball in a year. And so I put out a poll question. I love, look, the overreaction stuff is great. Here's what I will say. It's nice to be able to be in a position as a Blazer fan where we have something to overreact to. We got a nice thing. Right? We have a nice thing. He was the seventh overall pick. It was debated at draft time. Should we trade the pick? Everybody wanted the pick to be traded. You and I have been on Team Shaden. I remember we had a guy on from Kentucky before the draft, and it was like, holy crap, I, this, he, he sold me. I'm he got in, kicked man. out of practice because he <laughs> kicked his teammates' asses so bad yes. that he wouldn't stop barking about it. And Calipari said, of all coaches, Calipari said, Dude, you got to go. You, you got to go. You're barking too much. <laughs> you're ruining the chemistry of my team, and you're sitting on the sideline. I just, I, I am amazed, but the overreaction is there, and I love it. And a poll question's up. What's he going to turn into as an NBA player? Kobe! Kobe! And I just, I mean, it feels good, man. Friday night was a lot of fun. The Blazers aren't playing tonight. I just, they're not playing again until Wednesday. I just, I would be remiss if I didn't bring that up. His highlight dunks on Friday made me, you know what? Made my nipples hard. Uh, yeah, I mean, I indicated some eggplant emojis, and everybody goes, whoa, what's this mean, Sprague? And I'm like, it's a sports erection. Do you know what that is? People didn't get the eggplant emoji right or after that dunk? People thought I was dabbling in... Yeah, like uh, just being 
weird. I, I oh. thought the eggplant emoji was fairly common for I'm excited, I but I guess it means more now. But I, um, Oh, okay. Like, I'm looking at a screen grab of that dunk, <laughs> the one where he got the ball. He didn't take any dribble. He just got it, took a power step, and jumped, and he tomahawked it down. His eyes are above the rim. Above the rim. And there's a video. I'm so glad. The, the Blazers me, me, uh, social media team, they lost a pretty big member of their team this offseason. And I, a lot of people wondering, how do you replace her? She was doing a good job. They replaced her pretty well. They, they put out a video. <laughs> Go look at it. The Blazer uh, social timeline. They've got a video of Dame's reaction to the Shaden dunk. And somebody tagged us and said, have you ever seen Dame with this expression? And I, my only response is no. Like, this is the most athletic player Dame's ever had. Now, Ant, I know, won the dunk contest. You can say, well, Ant, guys, Shaden is on a level and plays a position of need the Blazers haven't had in a long time. And so, yeah, are we way over our skis six games in? Sure. <laughs> but let me be over my skis. We didn't even think this kid would play, and he's actually no. getting put into the starting lineup now that it's an injury. And he's producing. He's a productive player. He gets put on the floor, and you don't feel uncomfortable, unsure, he, he tends to wait his turn. He, he knows how to kind of space himself out. He cuts. He's active. He's not the worst defender in the world. Like, he's given you a lot. And so it's okay to overreact. The second dunk, by the way, after his tomahawk, it's an amazing alley-oop. Keon Johnson deserves all the credit in the world for that play. That was a great play. The fact that he, he chased that ball down and even got it was unbelievable. And then has the wherewithal to get the ball, jump in the air, turn around, and lob it to Shaden. Yep. Unbelievable. I, it sucks they play on Wednesday because it's Monday, but that's a nationally televised game. Oh, Wednesday is? That's an ESPN, ESPN game. game. Ah. And so you get Shaden in the lineup against a Grizzlies team that, of all the teams, is young, and they're going to bark, and they're going to bark back because the last time they played the Blazers, Anthony Simon single-handedly beat them. That's right. I forgot about that at the end so of the year. So I'm looking forward to this one. I don't know what Shaden will do. I'm not trading Shaden Sharp. You don't have to overreact <laughs> to every tweet that somebody sends out about, are we trading this kid for somebody? Who would we or would we not trade him for? We are six games in. Please don't fall for the clickbait here. Jason, Jason Tatum, yes fun. or no? Answer the question. I'm not playing this game. Answer the question. It's a stupid game. LeBron James, yes or no? Answer the question. What did I say on Friday? <laughs> Miles Turner, yes or no? This is why people hate the league. <laughs> Immediately you get something good, and it's like, how do we get something even better? It's you so can true. never just be satisfied. Reporters are problems with this, and yeah. fans are problems with this. Just enjoy what this is. It's a lot of fun. I ended up getting into a, a debate with some buddies because they saw a tweet and they sent it and they were like, would you do this trade? And I'm like, first off, no. Or, or first off, yes, I would. Second off, let's just enjoy it. Like we got the number seven overall pick who's performing well. His last three games, uh, the Denver game, the Miami game, the Houston game, he's got 11 points, 15 points, 14 points. He's, he had eight boards in that Miami game, so he's showing he can do it in different ways. He's shooting at a high clip. He's dunking out of the gym like – Enjoy this, man. A seventh overall pick that came in that didn't play college basketball last year, that is, hasn't played competitive basketball in two years. And his body's not even defined he's yet. He's not even like. developed yet. <laughs> like, he's just scratching the surface at how good he can be. And it has been so fun to watch, man. That, those Friday highlights, whoo, that was a lot of fun. My only, here's my only point, Swag. I want your thoughts on this. It's a random thing to say. Is 17 feel wrong? Is anybody else weird about a good number 17? Am I am I off on an island here? Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of the number 17. Okay. I got no issues Does, with 17. Shouldn't he be, like, I hate to say this, but shouldn't he be number seven? I'd prefer him to be wearing number seven than 17. I, well, I don't know that number is going to get retired. Yeah, letting people wear that. The problem with the Blazers is they've retired too many numbers for But how great, like, franchise. how many great 17s exist? 
It's an odd number to be a really good yeah, player. Yeah, for basketball, yeah. you'd have to go look. I feel like, like a, is it like a Boston Celtic of some sort at number 17 back in the day? It's just a very odd Did Honda, number. did Havlicek wear seven? I want to say Havlicek wore 17. That's probably but, who I'm thinking right, of in go. my brain. Yahoo, who won? Who wore 17 the best? You ready for this? Brent Berry, uh, Andrew Bynum, Gene Conley. Oh, thank you. You're making my point. Mario Ellie, you're, Rick Fox. You're making my point. Jack George. How, yeah. Who doesn't forget Jack you're George? You're talking about spot-up shooters, basically. Wawa Jones. Come on. Wawa Jones. But Jeremy make, Lin. Yeah. Lynn Sanity. He wasn't always number 17. Anderson Verizhow. You're you're making my point. Big fan of Andy Phillip. He was great. Lenny Wilkins. See, am I, that's probably the best name right there. So am I on to something here? The number 17 is a little Hold odd on. of a number. We're getting a little bit better here. Chris Mullen. Okay. John Havlicek. Yep. And that's the end of the list. So Havlicek. <laughs> all right. Chris <laughs> Mullen. All right. That's what you got. But you're making my point. It's, a, it's an odd uh, you know number. What? You know what? Here's what a listener said, and this is right, damn it. Who the hell was number 23 before Michael Jordan? Huh? 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 Exactly. <laughs> but it looks like a good number. He's the new number 17. It looked like a good number. That's because you grew up watching Jordan wear it. That's why it looked good. I'll be fair. I'll be fair here. I'll play my own uh, the other side of my own <laughs> argument. I never knew, outside of uh, Vladimir Radmanovich, how many number 77s were great, and here's Luka Doncic, Luka right? Doncic. So maybe Shaden will make me reconsider 77 in like three games. That's or right, number baby. 17 in like three games. It's the new Kobe. Uh, here we go. Shaden Sharp <laughs> to the moon. Loving it. We got a poll question up. You can go vote. Let's close up Halloween World Series and Lottery next on The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Text at the fan text line, which, by the way, is changing numbers starting tomorrow. Uh, if you're Leo DiCaprio or R. Kelly, they definitely know some great 17s. What? Oh. 
Somebody said, uh, is Leo DiCaprio like got something that I don't know about? I just, he's into younger women. I think that's, I think they're like 23. Not, there's a difference here of, uh, Joe says, call him NC 17 because he's nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoyed that. If you enjoy texting us, which we hope you do because we enjoy reading them, we are getting a new text line number starting tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Will it work? I don't know. 503 864 6326 is the number. I'm going to repeat that. You, you seem so confident saying that. You're looking at the number and you're I, like, I'm like, is that the right eight, number? 864. Eight, I'm hooked on Phonics. Is there a song we can make? 503-864-6326. That's the new number. We tweeted it out at Dirt and Spray. I got 10 of the fans. I'm Save it putting in that in the promo I'm making later today right there. <laughs> That's going to be the drop at the end. I like yeah. it. I'm glad it's Dirt singing and not mine. Yep. I got the voice of an angel, baby. Yeah, I'm not a great singer. So uh, we hope to hear from you on that text line tomorrow, and uh, we love seeing those rolling throughout the show. It is Halloween tonight. Are we excited for Halloween tonight? Do I need to answer that question anymore? Uh, yes for Sprague, no for Swag. Put it on the board, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's usually how it pans out. I will say this. If the game is close, World Series game, I'm turning the light off. <laughs> Seventh inning. Really? Lights going off. Why don't you just do the bowl, please take one, knowing kids are going to take all of it? Uh, that's not a bad idea. Then you, just, you, you did just your leave due the diligence. leave out there. Yeah. Like my, my daughter was asking, if I, if I see a science says take one, dad and I take two, I go, well, that's not right. You're going to hell. Well, I didn't go that far. <laughs> my father-in-law was not happy. They're in Vietnam right now, uh-huh. and they've been calling us. They called us during our party on Saturday. Uh, my father is uber religious. He, he was not ecstatic about my costume. You were Jesus. Uh, yes. And there was a little more to the costume than I showed on the pictures. Oh, okay. I, people are too triggered with religion. You can't mess with religion. I and thought you looked like Vince Vaughn from Four Christmases. Really? I thought that was the vibe you were giving off. I had a lot of Lebowskis. Okay. And in which I said, how do we know Lebowski wasn't Jesus? He could have been. Um, but my costume was a hit. I, I thought it looked great. I thought I did a pretty good job on that one. I had no issues with it. Uh, I'm going to win the billion-dollar lottery tonight. Yeah, lottery tonight. How much am I winning swag in my lump sum? Okay. Uh, in Oregon, uh, the net payout after all the taxes, if you take the lump sum, $264 million and change. Okay. If you take the uh, the payments, you'll get a- annual payments of seventeen point seven five million oh. over thirty years. That so once one a year, you get seventeen million. Yeah. Think, no, don't they pay you monthly? No. Oh. You get a once a year. Okay. Seventeen point seven six five million for thirty years. That nets uh, five hundred thirty two, almost five hundred thirty three million. But we've played this game before. That website tells you this, and then I say I'll take the payments, and then somebody responds with, "Well, if you actually dip it in a double in equity." gold market it'll triple in like a year so you actually make more money and i'm like sure i don't know about the market right now (laughs) i'd I'd hire a financial guy to sort that stuff out but i'm gonna win it okay me too uh game three tonight phillies at home do they win game three Syndergaard versus mccullers houston's a favorite again i kind of like houston i like houston i kind of like houston rain in the forecast so uh settle in let's see if the astros cheat again tonight we'll talk about that tomorrow that'll do it for us (laughs) if you miss any of the show go check the podcast 1080 thefan.com at turton sprague and at 1080 thefan go find the new text line number it's up there on twitter and uh, we look forward to hearing from you tomorrow we will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m collins next listen to 1080 the fan We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 